Uh, it's certain. I pulled behind the curtain, and I saw it was another girl. And I'm like, damn, are you home? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, welcome to your new home, baby girl. Um, <laughs> besides, nice hips. Um, and the way you be scrubbing with the sponge makes me think that there's some under Squidward's head. As an inside joke. When my sister listens to this, she will know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kids are crazy. I gotta love the young ones. Uh, but yeah. Welcome to episode 197 of the Often Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. The earliest intro I've had in a long time. Uh, yeah, episode 197 of the Often Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification button. But most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And boy, these, uh... Speaking of sucking titties, um, I sucked a big tit tonight. Well, typically you would say sucking titties in a complimentary fashion, but I uh, I, th- I think I'm starting to get a little too far in this gambling stuff. I'm um, not going to lie to you. I actually had time to watch some of the Heat and Celtics game. None of my bets went through. When Derek White hit his third three-pointer and he hit the game, went and tapped at the end, and I actually got to enjoy the game because I wasn't worried if I'm going to win or not because I accepted the loss. Um, but yeah, Max Struess, you had to get one basket and you were out of the game for the last quarter and a half. Al Horford, you had to get two more buckets. Derek White, you had to just get less than three threes, but it's cool. But that's not the problem. Um, I actually decided to, you know what? I'm going to put a little $5 bet into a WNBA game. And that's why I think they have gambling addiction sites now. God, I think when you start gambling on whether Candace Parker is going to get more than 11.5 points, I thought an all-time great would be able to get more than 11.5 points. I guess not. But I had more success than that. Three of the four actually worked. It was just Candace Parker. Um, but you know what? It's cool. Because I think maybe WNBA is my lane now. Because... Like, imagine if you're a site and people start winning off of WNBA more than NBA. Uh, I'm, shit, if I if I win enough in the WNBA, I'm going to make more a year than the players do. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not anti the WNBA players getting paid. I'm just saying business is business. Um, and you have to file years for taxes in this. I'm not sure yet. But anyways, yeah, enough of that. Jizzy Jazzy Rizzy Razzy. Um, DJ Jazzy Jeff, because I'm the freshest prince. And I will ring the bell in your ear. <laughs> and you'll probably need to put some earplugs. And because apparently concerts are killing your ears, which I don't know why I had the we had to have a twenty twenty three article to tell us that hey, going to concerts where the sound is designed for like forty thousand people. It's probably not best for your ears, um, which I think people are kind of new, but um, yeah, Jesus, man, getting old sucks, because I already, you know, I feel that ringing sometimes, I feel that you don't let it ring, 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 um, 
and uh, I would say hit my line, but you know, um, broadband network and my Wi-Fi calling is sometimes wishy-washy. But you know what? Um, so is the amount of water that we have in this beautiful, beautiful state. Um, <laughs> oh, Hoover! God damn it! Um, <laughs> the Hoover, uh, Scoover for Hoover, and I will maneuver until I'm like, damn, she got a bootier version of my booty. This is getting kind of awkward. Even the cat's getting a little unsettled. When you know when the cat starts re-sitting where they're sitting and how they're sitting, you know you're saying some things that are pretty unsettling. <laughs> oh, I feel like this pod is going to be a throwback for all the wrong reasons. And, um, yeah, I guess I'll just vent as I look at a vent. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe the stuff I'm saying is better air quality than where I stay. Um... Yeah, this is going to be how this episode is going to be. Kind of like, uh, I'm going to try a little something different this episode. You know, I'm kind of in a down, not not downtrodden mood, but, you know, I'm kind of like a little, I'm a little, I'm a little unpresent, but I'm the gift that keeps on giving. And the tree that you put stuff under is called a conifer tree. I think that's what it's called. You go to one of those home decor, home improvement, fake stores that are like, really those like garden ridges, those decor, but they are designed a little like a knockoff Home Depot. But you walk in and it's just nothing but fake stuff, fake trees, fake ornaments, fake rakes. Everything's plastic. Everything's not real. There's glass. Like the stores are way too big for what it is. Now they just like have it more designed they just have the logo a little bit more modern and call it at home. It's like, if this is what being at home feels like, um, I'm good. All these unnecessary decorations, it is this, it is this political, it is this uh, demon-led world we live in. Um, it's just, uh, we don't need all this stuff. Ah, gee, it's starting to sound like one of those, like Tarzan, because boy, I am definitely uh, swinging off some trees right now, and they're pretty fake, so they're about to break, and so is the podcast. Um, will I make it to 200? I don't know. I'm only three away. It's the big 200. Oh, two, that's oxygen, and like a static shock, Um, pretty electric. Um, <laughs> it's crazy how in Static Shock, like, how come when he's, like, riding around his board in the middle of the air in the city, how is there not any lights that are going out if he's so electric? Because when you have energy around other energies, some energies are willing to diminish. Ooh. Yeah, that's some spiritual coaching right there. Put that on your LC $10,000 business loan plan. Like, you know what? If I just had a business loan to heal the spiritual destitute, what is it called? Like, spiritual destitute of people that just need hope. I'm the person. And they get a $10,000 business loan with 28% interest that they don't pay back in three years because you realize, like, man, 
maybe money and spirits shouldn't mix. It's crazy. Um, but the fact that we live in a world where things like that can be profitable, but it's always been profitable. Look at Gandhi. Look at Jesus. Um, you know, it's weird is that people profit off more of Christianity, the religion, ironically profit, than people profit off Judaism. But yet, you know, the stereotype is that Jewish people run the world. Jewish people kind of uh, typically have more means because, you know, they're more selfish. It's like when really it's just like Jewish people, typically how they're raised and their family values and stuff, financial security and stability in all facets of life to create stability is a very important part. And yes, wealth is a very important part, but there's a genuine aspect to that wealth, which is to protect your, you know, your family. Where Christianity, people profit off the teachings of Christianity. They profit off a type of characteristic a caricature a like now there's like these tiktok uh pastors there's these big mega churches like there's not a big mega jewish church i mean maybe there is but not like there's not like the joel olstein like i don't see coming on on 3 a.m on a wednesday being like has muhammad really entered no like it's always joel olstein it's always these uh Tavis Smiley's. There's always these people who are passing the gospel and they're making money off it, but we're supposed to be comfortable with that. And yet, there's a Judaism, there's a Jewish type of anti thing assumptions with a lot of things, and you know, maybe some of it's warranted. But if we're telling off the pureness, at least Jewish people, for the most part, at least actually practice and live their religion and their teachings and keep up with the maintenance of actually being part of religion where i think a lot of christianity is more for like show it's more for it's more for the perception of what it is like there's more people trying to convince you to be christian and why you're wrong for being christian and people that are Jewish convincing you how wrong you are for not being Jewish. Now, maybe everyone has their secular communities where they believe this and they believe that, but I've never been I I've never been around a Jewish person that's one asked me about my religion, asked me about my beliefs. I've never been around a Jewish person who's um who's ever tried to convince me. Of a way of living anything. I think they're actually more comfortable in their teaching. And they're actually more confident in what they're believing than a lot of Christians. I think a lot of Christians are very insecure. Maybe that's unpopular. Maybe it is. And this has come from someone who admittedly does not really know the history of religions and all that extra stuff. But I'm talking about my you know, general perception of my life experiences and things I see. Um, so yeah, enough of that stuff. Let's get back to the fun stuff. Um, I would walk on the floor, but spirits creep up and they want me the creek. 
And next thing you know, I saw Dawson. All right, Clint. <laughs> Get it, Dawson. Creek. Damn, where's James with his Vanderbeek? Oh. Um. <laughs> Someone go wet my beak. <laughs> oh, this podcast is weak. I'm just trying to have faith I can seek. Um, boy, but am I bringing the heat. But Jesus, why are you making the cold, cold winter wind? Um, I don't even know what I'm saying now. Um, it's kind of what this whole podcast was made for. Who cares what you're saying? Just say stuff. That's the beauty of creating a great following. Is you got to follow what you haven't been taught or have had a strong internal belief. Um, you just follow blindly, like the three blind mice. Because if you're all blind, if you have three of you, you're about as useful as one eye. Um, ooh, I, one-eyed girl. <laughs> Imagine if Jimmy Buffett replaced brown-eyed with one-eyed girl. All you'd be thinking about is that, like, mega ancient salamander lizard shark thingy that goes through under the sea that was like apparently 285 feet just slithering through with this one eye um there was a cartoon show or movie that involved some like one eye maybe it was actually men in black which i guess men in black is not really animated but it's like technically the aliens and stuff were animated or they were like props but they were definitely not real i mean they look kind of real for the in real setting but you know i guess when you know too much behind the scenes you see that it's best not to be seen that's why you're behind and so is she um on her taxes um (laughs) oh jesus um uh i would flip the script but there has to be a script to flip Ooh, look at clint dropping inverse wisdom reverse reverse it's electric static shock um which is kind of ironic because it's if you're really static in your life it's shocking it really gonna wake you up i don't know i'm not a nurse or whoever does those I think that I think honestly, paramedics are people like they see the ER shows and they see those scenes where they're trying to resuscitate someone, and they just want to do that where they're rubbing the two iron things and then electrocuting someone's chest to wake them up. I think there's some people that dream about that. Like that's kind of like a what like they say veins are like a nurse's wet dream. <laughs> well, I guess that's who I'm gonna marry one day. <laughs> you know, it's just a wet dream through the web scene. Damn, is he talking about porn when he says that? It's a Panic at the Disco song. Um, but so is like a person. You know, they say like because nurses, you know, they're talking about IVs or giving shots and stuff. So like they see someone veins and stuff. It's like ooh, it's like yes, you make my job easy. You make my life easy. That's all we want. We just want someone to make our life easy and our job. And so, if you have, if you're like the person whose job is, you know, 
you're always the person responsible for reviving someone's heart. Are you naturally going to be attracted to someone who has a failing heart? Are you going to be naturally attracted to someone who has a very past history with not taking care of themselves? So they have like clogged arteries and you could project like four months from now. Things may go downhill. Um, it's your triglycerides. Um, <laughs> they say tries and buys, but I'm more focused on the buy. Sexual beautiful women because us guys don't actually care as much um i think nowadays a lot of guys would be very accepting of women who have had cunnilingus with other cunnilingus gals and they would see that a little slip of a nip will take you on a mushroom trip so two lesbians would do mushrooms That'd be a hell of a trip. Um, <laughs> just imagine how big things would be in their eyes. Like, God damn, the inside of your vagina. Um, <laughs> my tongue can go for years. It's like Alice in Wonderland down here. All right, this pod just took a turn. Um, uh, that's why there's big cats. If I was on mushrooms and I saw a cat the size of that, like, Sylvester pink cat in Alice in Wonderland, um, I would probably pet it just as hard as I do cats now. Uh, I guess, you know, I guess Alice in Wonderland is literally just one big mushroom trip. Like, and people say about Willy Wonka, like, was Willy Wonka the chocolate factory? Is it really just one big acid LSD trip? Um, well, it's possible. It's very possible. Because otherwise, none of that shit makes sense. Papa... It's like where they lived in this like hub. Papa and like three other people are just laid in this bed because they can't walk. But then all of a sudden he can walk. It's like, mm, this seems pretty extreme. Now, I don't remember the details of Willy Wonka and the Charlie Factory. I almost said in the Charlie Factory. In the Chocolate Factory. Charlie bit my chocolate finger. Um, Go finger. <laughs> Yo wife please and uh i think maybe willy wonka had a polyamorous type of mindset think about it. the man is an abundance to the highest level he is a high value man you see all the chocolate he's got um the man owns all the chocolate that means a damn and the golden ticket even that golden ticket didn't really mean a whole lot because what did the golden ticket equal unlimited chocolate Thanks. You're just trying to kill me faster. Um, kind of like me betting all this money just so I can win one time just to recuperate what I've already betted. Um, <laughs> oh, plug it in. Oh, and I wouldn't mind if you pulled the plug out on this podcast already because I'm definitely ready to pull the plug on my deathbed, which... I guess that's why they try to weaken you as much as they can on your deathbed. So you don't even have the strength to pull it on yourself. This, damn, this sounds really fucked up. I promise, if I was on my deathbed, I wouldn't pull the plug. I would fight till the very end. Winky face. For the audio. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, if you're literally on your deathbed, what, what incentive do you have to keep fighting? 
just to send a message to your child like you never quit don't quit and it's like it's like you know what if you were to pull the plug 10 minutes earlier than you dying i would have never thought to never quit i would have just like been like yeah you know what he looked in a lot of pain um <laughs> it's like you know what? hey i get it i'm not gonna blame you but one of the, he didn't even fight for me it's like nah you know what Nah, makes sense you're depleted of all your vitamins you're depleted of all will to actually have a good week and uh yeah so i I've never understood the standard we hold the people who are about to die to keep pushing it out. And people, well, you never know. It's like, I, I think I think when you're living it, you kind of do know, like, this is it. It's not going to get better than this. And even if I were to get past this and survive it, the quality of life would probably be pretty not worth it for a lot of people who would want a certain standard for how they want to live. So I don't know, but then there's a lot of shame if you just submit and actually follow through with the process of being like, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm good. I think I've uh, done everything I've wanted to do, and for the state I'm in, my life, I'm gonna be miserable. And you know what? There's a lot of respect in that. I respect you people who want to pull the plug on yourself. All right, please don't take that seriously. I do not want to be responsible whenever I get a podcast deal one day. And then they want to look back in the archives and be like, hey, we didn't know you once said this. It's like, well, maybe before you give me $40 million, why don't you listen to 10 episodes of what the fuck you're paying for? Because I actually came across uh, this Tiger Belly Bobby Lee thing. I was literally watching it right before I started this episode. And apparently, he has a deal with Wondery, which is a company bought by Amazon in the past year, where he basically has an audio exclusive, you know, for, you know, a few million dollars or whatever. And now, because of a story he told on first a radio show in like 2013, but then retold on a podcast that wasn't even the Tiger Belly podcast. So it's kind of like you're getting rid or trying to silence or you're trying to uh basically abrupt your contract not because of something that was said on the show but because of something the person said on a different podcast before you ever even bought the show and i don't know the whole detail but basically he says that it's called the tijuana story you guys can look it up or basically some weird shit he says happened and then now he's saying like it was all fabricated and made up it's like and people are like see this is what happens when cancel culture is like i don't know if it's real or not well, I will say just in general to companies and to anyone, before you invest any money into anything, how about you actually try, why don't you actually listen to the person of what you're buying? It's like, it's like, it's one thing like, okay, if he posted an episode while exclusively under your company and posted an episode with that story then yes you would have every i don't know every right because it's still kind of like what like you 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 got what you paid for but you would have the legal right to be like we do not want this we not approve of this we're taking down this episode and we'll have potential legal issues with bobby lee and whatever 
But it's like these companies just blindly pay for stuff and then like get all an outcry off a reaction of things years ago. When they bought the person, knowing probably a lot of this stuff, like Spotify bought Joe Rogan's podcast, knowing all this stuff, they were just hoping it never come to light. So then when it came to light, they're like, hey, you know, we don't approve, blah, 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 but you know, we still value creator, all that shit. It's like they literally have the episodes. They may have taken down it now, but they literally have the episodes of all the stuff in the past, the saying words and saying things or whatever. They literally had the episodes on Spotify until people brought it to the tent like, hey, it's like, oh, did you guys not watch all 1,990 episodes? Well, when they bought it, it was a lot less episode. Do you not listen to all 1,700 episodes before you buy it? They're like, no. The three-hour pocket, we would have to have someone listen to 5,000-plus hours of shit. You know how long 5,000 hours is? It's a lot of fucking hours. Um, it's 5,000 hours. Um, you know how many days, weeks, months that would take to listen to every episode of his? It's a lot of time, man. It's a lot. Um, so I understand that, but you kind of know what you're getting when you buy, and you have to be willing to deal with stuff that may come up. So, oh, but he sold out, so you know what, he deserves to get, it's like, alright, you know what, you would sell out too, you know what, money's money, alright, but any, any, anyways, today's sponsor, let me pick it up from the ground, because that's how we do things around here. Dunkin' Donuts. Um, they're the unofficial, unapproved sponsor of this podcast. Because without you guys, I would probably have less of a chance of diabetes. Which would make me very boring. Um, because, you know, have you ever met a fun... Have you ever met a person with diabetes that wasn't interesting? Have you ever met a person who didn't have at least a risk of diabetes? And thought like, man... This person is a fun hang. No. I'm a future diabetic. And I'm proud. Because I'm a very health body positive person. I'm the definition that you can look a certain way. But not consume the way you look. That sounded very sus. But hey. I'm a sus guy. And by sus I mean succulent under supper time. It's susper time. Um, I might go see a movie tomorrow. I gotta see what movies are up. But anyways, back to the podcast. Um, quick edits. Ha, that's a joke. You guys think I edit. Editing is for people who are actually considerate of people's times. I'm not even considerate of mine. And I'm tired of being considerate. Um... You know what they say, for every roach in a park, there's a park ready to poach the next egg that gets dropped from the chicken coop and never stoop down to the levels of eggs being $1.99 again. Um, <laughs> you not know how excited I was when I went to the store and saw eggs went from $2.99 to $1.99 in one week. Like, I am... 
and it didn't say it was temporary. It's like this regular, like shit's going back to normal. This is a sign of the times. This is like eggs are just as amazing source of just like free food when they're priced right eight bucks for 72 eggs that's that's that that that, that's the best deal of all time and then you go to these places like ihop and have the audacity to charge you like yeah can i get four eggs and then next thing you know you get the bill and they charge you five bucks for four eggs like suck my toes um, I don't know, some IHOP waitresses just might. Not generalizing, but I don't know, when I see IHOP waiter or waitress, I think of someone that probably has a fetish for the toes. That's why I don't keep open toe sandals, because my toes are pretty ratchet, actually. <laughs> they almost look as bad as LeBron's feet, if you've ever seen LeBron's feet, except at least his is a reason. He's a six foot nine dude who has like played 40,000 minutes in the NBA or whatever crazy act. It might be 80,000. I don't remember if it's 40,000 or 80,000. That's a lot of fucking minutes. It's probably 80,000 because he has like 37,000 points. So it's probably like a point every two minutes, whatever. So, but yeah, in that range. And his feet are absolutely atrocious. Like all of his small toes and low, like his Toes look like how you think an alien's feet will look. And, well, he was part of the monster. Well, he wasn't part of the monster. Damn, I root. He's part of the Toon Squad. Um, <laughs> that's how I get him. And he has jacked up feet. It's like a former, like, have you ever seen those former football players that just have, on TV, like, when they become analysts, they'll just gradually, like, talking with their hands and their, like, ring finger is bent in a 40-degree angle. Like, there's this guy on NFL Network named Brian Baldinger. His fucking hands are atrocious. Like, he literally just has this one finger that just, like, looks like a right angle. It's like, here's a green arrow taking a right turn. Except that green arrow is on 24 hours. Regardless of whatever lights are on at that intersection, you got to yield to that turn signal because that finger is not moving. Um... You basically got to treat it like it's a four-way caution. You know, like when all of a sudden the power goes out in these power lines and stuff and the lights and then they'll flash yellow. And then everyone has to go by the four-way rule and all that stuff. Except his finger is going to keep going. Because that thing is a... God damn, that thing is disgusting. Um, (laughs) I can see that finger pointing at me. Um... (laughs) Wouldn't want to be next to him in the laundry mat because he might accidentally press the extra wash button, and that's extra 50 cents I don't want to pay. Um, (laughs) Imagine all the problems that dude walks into when he, like, tries to do stuff on a touchscreen. Like, the dude just goes to Taco Bell to a kiosk, and he's trying to use that finger. It's like, yes, I want the grilled cheese burrito deluxe combo meal. And, like, he accidentally presses fucking cinnamon twist instead then he gets his order he's like oh that's why this thing was only two bucks i thought i was getting the deal of a lifetime when he when that dude's on his phone scrolling and shit he probably accidentally clicks the gay porn app or something you know it's like honey i don't know what happened um <laughs> and she's like mm. she's like i said you're lucky i still love your ass 
And the dude's just like, damn, I wish you didn't make this transition a whole lot easier. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'd be just saying shit. Uh, nothing wrong with a little gay stuff. Not literally. I mean, there's literally nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying implement it to your life unless you want to. I'm not a, I'm not an activist of activating your gay side. Because you know what they say. Everyone's got a little gay in them, right? And I say, you just haven't found Jesus. Um, no, I would never say that. Because I think Jesus probably had a little sus things. Alright, you know what? I'm not going to talk about religion because I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Um, but Pierre Contel wasn't hopping down the bunny rail with the rainbow for no reason. Just saying. But he did make some good orange cream eggs. Alright, this is getting disgusting. It's funny how those orange Cadbury eggs will net, like per egg, will probably actually cost more than buying a whole lot of real eggs. That's the world we fucking live in. Um, but yeah, I'm out here caring for the kids and their protein intake because apparently eating too much eggs is not good for you. And I know that firsthand because a long time ago, one day, I was on an egg craze when I first started eating like eggs, cooking it myself and stuff. And one day I was driving and I pulled over and threw up. And I literally like tasted the eggshells I was throwing up. And I was like, damn, must really suck to be a chicken out there. Um, how often do chickens get birth? I mean, fucking eggs are you popping out? There's like one chicken per 18 eggs. Like, they produce that many eggs. I know there's not that many fucking chickens. These chickens just got to be popping out eggs like it's nothing. Like, do, do they just be popping out eggs every time they're actually shitting? Do chickens even shit? Or is the egg their shit? And we're eating their shit. And we're paying for their shit. Literally. Damn. It's probably the best part of this podcast at this point. Um, <laughs> chicken shit. Uh, but hey, you know what? If a robot chicken... <laughs> now the adults can swim. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real thing anymore, adult swim. Um, it's crazy how they called it adult swim because it's like, I mean, kids swim at night too. You know, adults more like it should be like adult sit in a jacuzzi at a Hilton Inn. You know, that's more what they're doing while probably, you know, consuming a few Jaeger bombs. Um, it's like, hey, hot tub time machine. Because um, we're so young again and you are my friend. But after tonight... It'll uh, be full send. <laughs> and one day this podcast will have just as many views as theirs. All right. Oh. Oh, my God. Um. Wow. I don't know if this podcast is going good or really bad. But every time I've listened back over when I'm posting the episode and going through descriptions and I have to re-listen to myself. Yes, I say have to re-listen like it's a chore. It's not because I hate listening to myself. It's because it's time consuming, okay? Trust me, you should love this pod as much as I love it. Um, and I love this pod like a kid does their... Uh, graduation day. Um, mixed emotions. 
Damn, that's actually a pretty real thing. Yeah, mixed emotions. Oh, Jesus, but I'm used to mixing it up with the spice and seasoning that I put in my... Oh, Jesus, Clint, you're losing the audience, and the audience has lost me when they came to me expecting guidance and freedom. But they call me Mr. Freeze. Um, Crazy how the world's Mr. Olympia's strongest, most aesthetic body, Arnold Schwarzenegger, probably arguably one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. Lily played Mr. Freeze. And he used to take, uh, for pre-workout, back in the day when bodybuilding wasn't just a bunch of pussy chest decline chest press machines and shit. When, you know, they actually would bench twice a day and everything was full body, like barbells, dumbbells. Not these fucking, like, little dumbass machines. Like, you... Pushed and pulled real weight. No assistance. And that man played and arguably considered one of the worst movies in the past like 30 years. Batman and Robin. Even though I actually, I enjoyed it in real time. But looking back, it's like, damn. The Poison Ivy stuff was really weird. Um, It's like, it it just goes to show that just because people are getting paid to... Green light things of happening just because people make decisions that we deem to be high positions and stuff doesn't mean they actually make the right decisions or actually know what the fuck they're doing. And I think that's a great example. But I also don't think that these artistic freaks that are all about the art, they're all about just criticizing movies and criticizing music just because they do it. On a indie, independent, on a damn, on a songwriting level. All these people were critiquing songwriting skills, yet they've never had a song they produced to put their song lyrics to be critiqued. That's my thing. I'm okay with critiques as long as you have put yourself out there to be critiqued and what you're critiquing. So, in whatever you do, that's all. So like these these like film buffs that are like so obsessed with everything that's wrong in a film and all that stuff. It's like you know what? Have you even put out like a short film where you put it exposed, where people could potentially put under the comments like, "Hey, this shit kind of sucks." Like, have you ever done that? Because that's kind of the annoying part when people go deep in depth with a lot of this stuff. Like, it's okay to just be like, "This shit's not good. I don't like it." But when there's like this a personal attachment to why they hate it and then they try to educate you on why this was wrong for the character development. It's like you don't know like you weren't there when they were actually creating and making this shit happen and why they may have swayed in that direction. You can only assume from the outside or if they have talked about why they did it a certain way. I don't know. That shit's just fucking annoying. It's like people trying to sound pseudo intellectual when they honestly just Bitch is dumb as fuck. Um, (laughs) Imagine if I did this stupid shit when I was listening to my podcast. (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
But yeah, I don't, yeah, it's one of those episodes, like, I've realized, there's a lot of, there's been episodes, like, I've kind of done this internal study the past five or six months, and I think it could relate to a lot of people, because when we do something, and we think, like, man, this is the greatest thing I've ever done, like, of this thing, or whatever, like, when someone writes something, or when someone makes a video, or when someone, like, does some type of something at the highest level that they've done in that thing and like oh my god the thing was just so natural it felt so good like holy shit like that shit just felt so easy and i was so on it and you really listen you're like damn it was all right like and then there's ones where you felt like man i was struggling with it like i don't know i was kind of just laboring through i was kind of just trying to Make shit happen. And then you re-listen. You're like, damn, I had some gems in there. Like, damn, you know what? I actually, uh, that was actually pretty decent. That was actually pretty good. And I think maybe we always think something's better than it is. And we always think something worse than it is. That's why they say don't get high on your own supply. And I say, oh, baby, don't worry. I'm like toilet paper. Because I like to ply on in your booty hole. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that was actually kind of funny. Probably not that funny, but yeah, I'm having a little chuckle. Uh, welcome to Chuckly Cheese, <laughs> because the games are reduced, but I will always play games with you down the slide, and we can go streaking, and then they'll have to shut down the restaurant for four hours and defumigate and decontaminate of the things I left behind because I shit down the slide but hey you said shit don't slide I said baby look at this this is runnier than time like the eggs that I got next thing you know I'm like Nick at night because you know the Nickelodeon slime oh Jesus all right um <laughs> see I was kind of struggling to get that last bar but, you know, I came back around. That's how those white people were like, hey, just wait. The the beat's coming. Don't worry. It will be on time. That's how we that's how we elude the rap. We uh people say I would Jack Carl like, does he ever actually rhyme on beat? I know he flows, but like is it ever on beat? And it's like, you know, th- th- look, that's what we do. It's like, hey, just listen. Eventually. It'll even out. <laughs> like that's what we, eventually the bars will even out, and you know it'll slowly get back to its four B. You know, just you just gotta give me some space to operate. All right, that's stuff we like to say. But yeah, I'm like a kitty licking the bottom of the bowl, cause I'm like, hey, this temptation you got soul trap like i'm bryson and now i'm on the bench icing like the cake you were waiting for me to icing um then i joined isis all right um i i get nothing but cake (laughs) oh jesus um i would get a haircut but my salary says hey you're already taking some um, <laughs> I would clip you, but next thing you know, I would have to sip you. I go around the world because I round trip you. And uh, 
I'll keep it tight lipia. And I will get lipo just so you can get less of me and more of you to critique my weight still. Um, I would waste time, but my waist is already slim in the mine. Hey, my hip flexors are flexing at every rip of the jeans. I would punch you in yours, but you can't find a size that fits you at the store. So you have to go online and get custom size and then they come to you and they still don't fit. You're like, yeah, I don't want to return it anyways. Um, (laughs) And you just deal with paying $50 for some jeans that won't fit you unless you find a way to make your body fit. But I would never tell someone to do that because I wouldn't do that to myself. Because I believe if you order the wrong thing, the only thing you should do after is um, make it right. And I was doing something right. I just heard you sigh, and now you got my thighs busting, watching your need you green blue eyes, uh, but hey, I'm a one-eyed boy, looking for a one-eyed girl, so we combine our eyes together, and they are still, um, offsetting, or what are they called? When like two eyes are, they're like near vision, out vision, near vision. It's like, I hope you can see near you. All right. And I am near the end of, whoo, this is, whoo, this was a some episode for all the wrong reasons. But yeah, that was episode 197 of the Off Beat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. But most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And that was the most high energy pod you were going to hear out there. So enjoy this static shock of a pod that will vibrate your panties. And it's not a facade, but your panties feel like some wet sod after a rain delay. Welcome to Truest Park. All right. Have a great day.